Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hi there and welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. Today we're going to be answering a listener question. If you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the podcast, any dog training question you like, come not picky, (laughs) you can submit it by going to the show notes underneath this episode. So just scroll down wherever you're listening to this episode and click on the link that will enable you to leave me a voice note. So you can leave me a voice note. I will reply to you via voice note and I will answer your question on the podcast. Okay, so today's question is from Diane and Diane said... How do I encourage my current dog to bond with my new puppy? So I say that one more time. How do I encourage my current dog to bond with my new puppy? Okay, so this is a really common question and I totally get where you're coming from. We all want to have a harmonious household. We want our dogs to get along. And for the most part, we want our dogs to really get along. We want them to be able to play together, to cuddle together, to spend lots of their lives together and be company for each other. Most of us get a second, third, fourth, tenth dog for that purpose. That's one of the reasons why we get another dog. So I definitely understand that. What I would say, though, is um, I'm going to give you a little acronym, one of my favorite, well, mnemonic, really, um, and it's it's a bit dodgy, so it's TOSS, T-O-S-S, and we're going to think about tossing a ball for a dog as opposed to the other meaning that there is in British slang. If you're not British, you won't know what I'm talking about, feel welcome to Google it, but we're going to think that we're tossing a frisbee or a ball for our dog. (laughs) Okay, so T, the first first letter is T for time. So it goes without saying that you want to take this nice and slowly. So I will give you an example. I shared a picture just today, actually, in my Facebook group of my two of my dogs. It was adorable. I think it's a strong contender for the cutest picture of 2022. It's a proper close up of them fully body hugging each other. They could not be closer. One's very fluffy, one's not very fluffy at all. And the non fluffy is almost disappearing into the fluff of the fluffy girl. Fluffy too many times in one sentence. (laughs) But essentially, they could not be closer. They are climbing into each other's skin. And they lay like that for a good couple of hours, properly, deeply asleep, truly trusting of each other. They regularly snuggle up together. I think my shorter haired boy, I know that he loves warmth. He likes to get under the covers with me and she's very warm. (laughs) So he's definitely an element of that. But if they didn't trust each other and they didn't have positive feelings towards each other, there's no chance that they would be lying that close and having a proper deep trusting sleep. So yes, absolutely, they got there. But they spent the first four to six weeks spending hardly any time together. And when I say that, at the time I was living in quite a small house, um, very limited in terms of I didn't have huge huge number of rooms to play with, but there was always a baby cake between them, there was a puppy pen between them, they were in different rooms, they were I was living by myself at the time. No, I wasn't. I was living with someone else at the time. Um, so one person would have one dog, one person would have the other. Um, they learnt to use Kongs and Licky mats and things like that away from each other. They did come together for short periods of time. And when I say short, I mean like if you're outside in the back garden, 
that could be a little bit longer that might be half an hour or something like that but in the house just a couple of minutes just being in the same space and being able to be calm in the same space so there were multiple reasons for this one my existing dog had a tendency to be a little bit anxious we weren't quite sure how he was going to manage with a new exuberant puppy um secondly I wanted to protect that puppy's confidence because if my older dog had turned around and snarled at her or barked at her or told her off in some way shape or form I don't want that to be her first experience with another dog so we're thinking about protecting the emotional safety of both dogs in this situation and as well your your emotional safety too (laughs) because I will tell you for, for free that if you have you bring a new puppy into your home and your older dog is really unhappy and really stressed and barking and growling and snarling at this puppy, you will be stressed. (laughs) It's not a nice thing. We go down the whole rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, they're never going to get on. I'm going to have to rehome the puppy. La, 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 la. So just do yourself a favor and spend plenty of time apart. So time is the first one. The second one is O and that's one-on-one time. So this is the beauty of doing this is that it allows you to have plenty of one-on-one time. Now of course this is important for your puppy and they're developing bond with you but it is just as important for your existing adult dog. You need that dog to feel just as loved, to feel like you have just as much time for them that you're able to be there for them and to support them and doing it this way really enables that one-on-one time it also helps for your your young puppy when they're old enough to be able to learn to spend a little bit of time on their own with a task like a Kong or something like that whilst you spend time with that adult dog this will be a godsend when they are older and you maybe want to work with one dog and you don't want the other dog trying to get involved and jumping up and leaping (laughs) that's not something a young puppy can be expected to do but adding on these layers as they grow and especially if you're existing dog as well will really help with things like that in future it also means that that one-on-one time means that you still get to enjoy that relationship that you had with your dog before the new puppy came along because we know how tiring puppies can be and how much of your time they take up actually factoring in one-on-one time with your older dog is a really nice way to to spend your day and your week as well okay so that's t and o the first s is for space so creating space creating zones in the home so that they aren't on top of each other (laughs) so i've already said having them separate and that's that's really really useful but even when they aren't separate in other rooms can you use make use of pens gates cleverly arranged furniture harnesses and leads potentially on on the puppy perhaps at first not necessarily with your older dog but depends what your setup is and what your situation is what this will do is it will help the puppy to learn that when they see the older dog it's not always game time sometimes it might be game time if everyone's happy with that but sometimes we just have to coexist in a space together it's not always about me jumping on your head and chewing your ears and pulling your tail and biting the backs of your legs or whatever it might be and the same goes for your older dog as well because your existing dog might only be quite young themselves they might be a few months old they might be a couple of years old and they might be quite rambunctious we don't necessarily want an adult dog barreling into a puppy with their soft delicate joints and smacking them into the ground even if it is done in play so 
creating space and allowing the dogs to coexist in those spaces together will be really really helpful you also want to think about what i refer to as play pockets so my puppy parenting 101 members will be familiar with this uh, and my canine connection members as well so we can't expect a dog to be able to settle in let's say the living room when you want to watch tv if they've spent all day playing in that space (laughs) so creating safe little zones where they can only relax in those places so giving them relaxing activities as opposed to high intense play with each other can be helpful for those relaxation moments that you might want as a human as well (laughs) and the final s is for stress relievers so you want to think about building into your planning for the week have you got frozen chews on hand? Have you got licky mats on hand? Have you got topples on hand? Have you got long lasting chews on hand? Have you got things to relieve stress? Because no matter how much your dog likes puppies, and no matter how cool they are with your foster dogs and your friends' dogs and your parents' dogs, it is still going to be stressful for that dog when you bring a new puppy into your home. There is no getting away from that. It's going to be stressful. There's going to be new smells. There's going to be new routines. There's going to be moving of things potentially, bringing up gates and all these kinds of things. So there is going to be an element of stress. And that is something you have to factor in when you think about bringing a new dog into the home. Your puppy's also stressed. They've been removed from wherever they've been before. They're having to adapt to a new home. And although we think that puppies are all happy-go-lucky and everything's wonderful, which they are for the most part, this stress is still playing out. So we want to be really, really careful to make sure that we've got lots of stress relievers built into both of those dogs' days so that when the stress does peak a little bit, (laughs) we can help them to relax and help them to come back down again, which is really important as well. So your dogs may well develop that wonderful bond. Not all do, but some do. But don't stress it. (laughs) Give them plenty of time. Do lots of one-on-one time. Lots of space away from each other. And lots of stress relievers. And that will be your ticket to getting that wonderful bond that you want them to have in future. Okay, I hope that was helpful. As I said, if you've got a question for me, do feel free to send it in. I love answering your questions. Just a heads up as well that we are doing a Black Friday event or a Cyber Weekend event, I should say, at Pause Up Dogs this year. We've got some new things. We've got some different things. We've got something for everyone, I think, and a range of different price points and different different options that you've got as well. So if you'd like to be the first to know when our Cyber Weekend goes live, do click on the link in the show notes and get yourself on that waiting list. And just lastly, as always, if you are able to subscribe to the podcast to write us a review, we would hugely, hugely appreciate it so that we can keep making amazing episodes for you. And I will speak to you soon. Okay, take care. Bye.